0: Welcome to this episode of the National Police Association podcast number 18. Man charged with shooting six police officers gets 62 more charges filed against him. Congress cuts crime victim assistance programs and officers awarded for heroisms. From Philadelphia, Channel 6 reports attorneys with the Philadelphia District Attorney's Office spoke to the media after a judge set bail for over $4 million from Maurice Hill during his preliminary hearing. Hill is the man charged with shooting six officers during an hours-long standoff back in August. I think the bravery of the Philadelphia Police Department was on full display today because you heard a number of officers talk about how they took fire, understood the gravity of the situation, left the home and then returned to retrieve Officer Parker who had been hit in the head, said Anthony Vauchi with the Philadelphia District Attorney's Office. Hill's family members didn't answer any questions from the media as they left the courtroom. During the hearing, many of the officers who were injured that day testified about the violence and relived the standoff that gripped the city and the nation. You fire that many guns and you empty that many clips and you do the type of damage that he did and you hit as many officers as he hit, with no regard for the value of human life, you don't have to be able to argue that case whatsoever, said Vocci. Prosecutors say Hill barricaded himself in a row home along the 3,700 block of North 15th Street, in the city's tiogan Town neighborhood, and used an AR-15-style rifle and other handguns to open fire on police, as narcotics officers were serving a warrant. Investigators say over 200 rounds were fired, including the rifle, police say five guns were recovered from the scene. Hill is charged with attempted murder and a long list of other charges. Unbelievably, that August standoff ended with no lives lost and the accused gunman surrendered after police used tear gas to force him out of the home, prosecutors say he's now facing decades in jail. Any officer that was fired upon that afternoon, as far as we are concerned, is a victim of attempted murder, said Votchi. Moments after the preliminary hearing, the DA's office announced 62 new charges against Hill, for the dozens of other officers that were fired on during the standoff. From Washington, D.C., the Associated Press reports federal spending for crime victim aid programs is being cut to about $2.1 billion annually for the current fiscal year, down from $2.7 billion last year. The change is the most notable among anti-crime programs in the Justice Department spending plan which provides for small increases or level appropriations for most items. Federal money for crime victims comes not from tax dollars but from fines and penalties in federal criminal cases, which have been declining. Insiders say the spending cutback is due mostly to concern in Congress that the overall crime victim fund should not be unduly depleted. The National Association of Victims of Crime Act Assistance Administrators, which monitors crime victim spending closely, says the funding cut will have varying effects in different states. A significant increase in spending for crime victims over the last several years has provided money to more than 2,500 new organizations, serving 2.5 million more victims this year than were helped in 2015, because Congress decides each year how much money to spend on victims. The organization says it would like to see more consistency and predictability in funding levels so states can better predict and allocate services consistently to meet the needs of victims. The group expressed concern that Congress decided to take millions from victims' programs for aid under the Violence Against Women Act, which technically is not authorized in the federal law on crime victims, among other anti-crime appropriations in the massive federal spending bill according to the national criminal justice association aid to states under the burn justice assistance grant program is at 349 million dollars up from 330 million last year the second chance act aiding prisoner re-entry projects gets 62 million up from 60 million cops hiring for local police departments was appropriated 156 million up from 153 million last year. Stop School Violence Act got 125 million, up from 100 million. State juvenile justice programs under Title II of the federal law will get 63 million, an increase from 60 million. The Comprehensive Opioid Assistance Program, COAP, gets 180 million, up from 157 million. Drug courts will receive 80 million, up from 77 million mental health courts and veterans treatment courts also get small increases reducing the backlog in dna testing was appropriated 132 million a rise from 130 million a to reduce the sexual assault kit analysis backlog gets the same 48 million as last year justice reinvestment programs get 28 million up 27 million the justice department's project safe neighborhoods program which at one point was zeroed out by house appropriators, ended up with $20 million, the same as last year. From Pinellas Park, Florida, Ion Tampa Bay reports an officer with the Pinellas Park Police Department has been injured. The incident occurred as officers were monitoring traffic in the construction zone along 118th Avenue as part of their hands-free enforcement and education campaign, while observing traffic. One of the officers observed a motorcycle travel west on 118th F from 49th Street North at a high rate of speed. At the red light for westbound 118th and U.S. Highway 19, the officer exited his vehicle in an attempt to stop the motorcycle. The motorcyclist initially complied with the direction of the officer to turn off the motorcycle and move to the side of the roadway. While moving the motorcycle, the subject started the motorcycle and accelerated toward the officer almost striking him, the officer reacted by grabbing the subject and attempted to remove him from the motorcycle. These attempts were defeated as the motorcyclist accelerated rapidly causing the officer to be struck and dragged across several lanes of 118th. The motorcycle driver failed to stop after injuring the officer and was last observed traveling south on US Highway 19 Frontage Road from Brian Derry. The officer was injured as a result of this incident and was transported to a local hospital with injuries to his upper body. The officer has since been released and is resting at home. The motorcycle is described as a black sport bike with a stretched swing arm. The rider was a white male wearing a black jacket, black helmet and khaki pants. If anyone has any knowledge of this incident, please contact the Pinellas Park Police Department at 727-369-7864. Those wishing to remain anonymous may contact Crime Stoppers of Pinellas County at 800 873 8477 and may be eligible for a cash reward. The subject is facing charges of aggravated battery on a law enforcement officer. From Sturgis, the Black Hills Pioneer reports that Jason McKee reflects daily on the incredible heroism displayed by Sturgis police officers Dylan Goach and Christopher Schmoker. McKee knows that if the two men had not persisted in entering the burning home where he lie unconscious, he would not be here today. Goach and Schmoker are among 18 individuals who have been awarded the Carnegie Medal, the highest honor for civilian heroism in the U.S. and Canada, for risking their lives while trying to save others from drowning burning vehicles or burning homes. After arriving at the scene of a burning Sturgis house on May 12, 2018, and learning that 47-year-old McKee was still inside, Goach, 27, and Sergeant Schmoker, 37, entered the home, filled with dense smoke and visible flames in the kitchen. Goach and Schmoker moved to the home's upper level where Goach went to his hands and knees, crawled to a bedroom, and searched it for McKee, who was not there. Goach retraced his steps and returned to the home's front door before returning upstairs to search another bedroom. Dense smoke made it impossible for Goach to see more than a few feet in front of him. He exited the house and from the exterior, he climbed a ladder that was below McKee's bedroom window. At the window opening, he heard McKee breathing. After confirming his location, Goach returned to the front door where he and Schmoker re-entered the house, this time with wet t-shirts over their mouths and noses. They ran to McKee's bedroom and, with difficulty, dragged him from the house as flames spread to the ceiling above them. McKee was hospitalized for smoke inhalation and inhalation burns to his lungs, Goach and Schmoker sustained minor smoke inhalation, they recovered, McKee said he is happy to see that the officers are getting Carnegie medals, they deserve every award on this earth, he said, to go in that house five different times when everything around them was burning to save someone they didn't even know is incredible, I hope that if I were in their position I would risk my life. Reflecting on the day of the fire triggers strong emotions from McKee, I have an abundance of gratitude for what they did, he said, I'm so happy that not just the community, but also the entire nation has a chance to acknowledge their heroic acts, those acts of bravery have made McKee want to be a better person now that he has a second lease on life, I feel like I want to pay it forward, what they did for me makes me want to be a better person and be as good as them, he said. McKee said he has spent a lot less time working and a lot more time helping out friends and family, every day I try to do something to pay it forward, he said. Sturgis Police Chief G.D. Van DeWater said he was proud of the actions the officers took to save McKee's life, they risked their lives, if they wouldn't have reacted the way they did, McKee probably would not be alive today, Van DeWater said. There is no section in the police officer handbook detailing what to do when you are first on the scene of a burning building and find out there is a person still inside, Van D. Water said, we leave it to officer discretion, he said, it's not in our policy, but when you do things like this, no matter how big or small, we appreciate the effort, Van D. Water said he is not sure if the Carnegie Hero Fund Commission will award the medals at a special ceremony, but if not, they plan to do something local. With the announcement of 2019 recipients, a total of 10,135 Carnegie Medals have been awarded since the Pittsburgh based fund's inception in 1904. Commission Chair Mark Lasko said each of the awardees or their survivors will also receive a financial grant. Throughout the more than 115 years since the fund was established by industrialist philanthropist Andrew Carnegie, $41 million has been given in one time grants, scholarship aid, Death benefits, and continuing assistance. This news brought to you by the National Police Association. To learn more about how you can help law enforcement accomplish its goals, visit nationalpolice.org.